Hey everyone, welcome back to the You're Not Finished podcast. My name is Brittany Franklin and I'm the host of this podcast. And before I get started, I want to go ahead and give a quick trigger warning. Today I'm going to mention depression and suicide. So if those topics cause you mental or emotional distress, please refrain from listening or listen with caution. So as I mentioned on prior episodes, the month of June is an extremely difficult and triggering month for me due to multiple losses in life, family, and friendship. Eventually, I want to go ahead and address these specific things and how I've coped with grief and how grief affects mental health in another episode. But what I really want to be transparent about today is what has happened in the last couple of weeks and hopefully use this experience to help someone else who's struggling with depression and suicidal thoughts. So a couple of weeks ago, I was at an extremely low point mentally, grieving those losses that I mentioned before and just feeling like just nothing, honestly. I don't even think it gradually hit me like that feeling. Nothing really like built up to that moment. I just kind of woke up one day feeling guilty and worthless. And so after lying in bed for about an hour, not able to go back to sleep, um, I went to go look for a bottle of pills that I remember that my mom had from her most recent surgery, and I almost took them, um, if I'm honest. I called my mom before that, and she didn't answer. And I texted a couple of friends, and they didn't answer. And my first thought was, wow, maybe this is going to be it, and nobody is going to be around to stop me this time. That thought of my life as I knew it being over was, I'm not really sure how I felt, to be honest. I felt conflicted. It was like, on one side, I almost fully believed the lie that life would be better for everyone, especially my mom, if I wasn't around. And on the other side of things, I felt like I really needed to hold on for her. On Twitter, I follow an organization out of the UK called Grassroots Suicide Prevention, and they shared a post that said, the majority of people who feel suicidal do not actually want to die. They don't want to live the life they have. And at first I was like, that's literally the same thing. But after thinking about it, I think I agree that it is important to make that distinction between death and wanting a different life and think about suicide from a deeper perspective. Now, I'm not sure about how the majority of people feel because I don't know the stats on that and that organization didn't post any statistics um, supporting that, but I know that What they shared was especially true for me a couple of weeks ago. 
the suicidal thoughts that I was feeling that day and how I have felt before are usually deeply rooted in shame and regret and feeling like I'm a bad product of the decisions that I've made throughout my life, both good and bad. I definitely have wanted a life that wasn't my own. And I definitely do not want to die. Like I can say that confidently. Anyway, going back to that day, um, eventually, by what can only be considered a miracle, I was able to throw the pills away and pray with a friend um, and then just go to sleep for a while. I'm able to get emergency therapy sessions through my school, so the next day I booked the section to talk things out. And here's the thing about that session. So... You can choose who you get to talk to. And that day, there were two female therapists available. They were both women of color. And I'm ashamed to admit that as a Black woman, I felt inclined to avoid the African-American therapist. Initially, I did. Um, I saw her photo and I was just reminded of the negative experiences that I've had with my older family members and some of my peers and some members in the church who have mishandled me as I've struggled in my mental health. Now, one thing I want to say about that is I'm sure that it wasn't intentional, me being mishandled. I think it's more so just a product of generational and historic dealings with mental health in the black community, but me understanding that doesn't make it hurt any less. So anyway, after not being able to connect to the other therapist, I came to realize that this was an opportunity for me to face my fears and trust that this qualified an educated black woman would graciously and patiently counsel me. And thankfully she did. She reminded me that I had the ability to make the month of June one of positive remembrance instead of painful regret. That it's okay to face and deal with things, but it's not okay to stay in those things and stay in those feelings. She reminded me that I don't have to bottle those things in, but that I can creatively express my emotions and how I feel about specific things in a beautiful way. And that when I'm finished with creating those things, whether it be through actual art or through music or whatever, um, to think of that as finished or complete once the paint dries, either literally or figuratively. She also reminded me that when something is done, that it is over and that it's important to forgive self and others and to just completely let things go. But the thing that she said that had the most impact for me was, and I quote, our role isn't to punish or judge. We turn it over to God for that. It's not our role to punish or judge ourselves. It's our role to give ourselves and receive grace. And, and the reason why that 
resonated with me so much is because I have been punishing myself for so long and holding myself hostage and it really is time to to free myself and freeing myself or freeing yourself since you're listening and I'm sure that this is resonating with whoever's listening right now freeing ourselves doesn't mean death by suicide it means moving forward even if it means moving slowly sometimes and doing the best that you can every day to live in grace and unconditional love. It's crazy how I got all of that from facing my fear. It gave me hope and it made me realize that just because I have consistently experienced pain in a certain area or setting, that it doesn't mean I always will and that Maybe I am worth being cared for and valued by my own community, especially as it pertains to mental health. Because there's a lot to unpack there, I'm going to leave it at that, and I'm sure that I will address it in another episode. Anyway, I celebrated my birthday last week, and I decided to try changing the narrative of what June means to me by actually making it a happy birthday for the first time in a long time. I have so many positive memories from last week and even Father's Day at the beginning of this week, which is a whole nother topic I can get into, but Father's Day was easily the best Father's Day that I've ever had. And just yesterday, I met my uncle for the first time. And that experience could have been very awkward, but it was like he instantly loved me from the moment he saw me and I instantly loved him too. I think sometimes you just need someone to look at you as if it doesn't matter what you've done. And I felt so much guilt melt away as soon as I met him. Anyway, um, I know that was very heavy and I know that was a lot, but I really wanted to share this with you because I hope that my experiences and what I have learned from them can help you or help someone you know in their journey. I want to reassure anyone who's listening to this, that I'm always going to do whatever I need to do to stay healthy, both mentally and emotionally, um, because as the podcast states, I'm not finished. And me not being finished doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't necessarily just mean that I'm not finished accomplishing whatever I need to accomplish in life. It's not just about doing. It means you're not finished figuring out who you are. You're not finished showing the world who you are. You're not finished being a light to the world by just being yourself. And I know that, I know that a little bit more now because I'm still here. And if it's true for me, then it's definitely true for you too. I just want to end by saying, if you or someone you know is struggling with suicidal thoughts, please call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. And if you need additional resources for mental health, addiction, and suicide, please head over to youarenotfinished.com and click the Get Help section. 
Also, make sure you follow me on Twitter at YNFinished and on Instagram at YNFCast to stay up to date on latest episodes and for encouraging content. And I will see you again in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Bye.